It's Wednesday of the second week of Advent. Welcome to today's AdventCast. This is Father John Zilsdorf. From Cardinal Zen's Advent Reflections The liturgical color of Advent is purple, which is also the color of Lent. Purple bears the meaning of repentance. We generally understand repentance as we suffer to make up for our sins. In fact, repentance is primarily an internal conversion. St. John the Baptist cried out, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan, confessing their sins. Confessing and turning back are the fundamental meanings of repentance. We must come around, trust God, and recognize him as the Lord. Does suffering have no connection with repentance, then? Repentance entails suffering. When people sin, they do not offend God for no reason. To be tempted is to face a choice, whether we listen to God or pursue an illusory good, that is, an action or enjoyment that we think can satisfy us. When we sin, we know that the act or enjoyment or its influence or ways contradicts God's will. Yet we still want it and shut our hearts to God. To repent is to admit that we have made a a wrong choice and to reopen our hearts to God. We welcome him as our Lord again. The things that we have pursued and enjoyed still have their attractiveness, however. If they have become habits, it is more difficult for us to get rid of them. This is why we have to suffer hardship. Our suffering is of no use to God. All he wants is our love. But for us, suffering hardship is vital, for we can forge ourselves, liberate ourselves, eliminate obstacles, and follow God attentively by suffering. To ensure success, we not only give up sinful behavior, but also sacrifice willingly some pleasures that are not sinful. In fact, all those who pursue ideals suffer hardship, for they want to be free to pursue their goals. No pain, no gain, as the saying goes. Suffering is a tool by which we prepare the way of the Lord in our hearts and make it straight. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Mark 1 verse 15. These were the opening lines of Jesus preaching in Galilee. In fact, the kingdom of God has arrived because it is Jesus Christ himself. All the words of the prophets were beginning to be realized. The Messiah, who had been expected for generations, had appeared before us. The last Adam had come, and he would later transform the fate of humanity and usher in a new dawn. God's grand plan had entered its final stage. Two thousand years later, We are celebrating the beginning of this salvation. What St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians has a lot to do with the fact that the kingdom of God is at hand. The time is running out, he said. Now that Jesus Christ has come, his second coming is certainly only a matter of time. Since the world to come is at hand, the consummation of salvation is, of course, a matter in progress as well. For the form of this world is passing away, he added. In the face of our great salvation, all values in the world have become trivial. Joy or sorrow, wealth or poverty, marriage or celibacy, the distinctions between these are not too important. 
From this perspective, it is easier to understand how Jesus could command some people, Come after me. Unlike other teachers who demand only that their disciples accept their teachings, Jesus Christ asked them to let go of everything and follow him on a life of nomadic mission. Unfortunately, it is rather easy for us to view the kingdom of heaven as some distant goal and a permanent home for the far future. Then we become insensitive to, or even resist, God's continuous calling. <laughs>